Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. The topic today is the Identity Theft Red Flags Rule, and we're talking with Evelyn Royer, Vice President of Risk Management and Support Services with Purdue Employees Federal Credit Union in West Lafayette, Indiana. Evelyn, thanks so much for joining me today. It's my pleasure to join you today. Let me just start out by asking you, how prepared were you and your credit union for the Red Flags Rule when it came out? I feel that we were pretty well prepared for the Red Flags Rule because we have been watching the FACT Act regulations for several years, ever since, I think, even with the um, Patriot Act and the BSA compliance aspects. So it was just another step towards full compliance to the aspects of FACT Act that were um, passed in 2003. So given that this is something you had your eye on, when the rule came down, what were your first steps toward the compliance deadline of November 1? Well, we actually did an evaluation of what our environment looked like and then determined where we had holes in our processes to um, be able to address the issues. Um, we gathered all the requirements and we determined what actions we were necessary and then we actually looked at our processes and said, okay, we have this covered, we have the CIP, the customer identification process covered. How do we integrate that process and the member identification process into regular day-to-day -day transactions as well? Um, I think it's been you know, several of the flag rules are pointing towards this um, credit reporting agencies. So that was that's quite an education for all of our staff who uh, review credit bureau reports along with our originating areas. Evelyn, can you give me a sense of how large your staff is and, and how many people you have that are focused on red flags? Um, well, our staff is about 170 employees total for our entire credit union. I would say that 50% of our staff is what I would consider member contact that, that does member transactions on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, so therefore, I would say that they, they're the ones who are going to be affected by the red flag rules. As far as the individuals who have been looking at the rules, we probably only have a handful of staff. and in determining, okay, while we're doing our assessment and reviewing our um, our requirements, we were looking at all of that and then determining, okay, how do we incorporate this and how do we bring it out to all of our staff? Now, of all of the things that you have to do, including you know, documenting your identity theft prevention program, doing security awareness for staff, doing awareness for customers, what have you found to be the biggest obstacles for your institution to overcome? There's a couple of obstacles I think I would want to um, describe here. It would probably be number one is our systems. Um, as a small institution, we have to rely on our systems in order to have us alert of the little flags that are involved here. So our, our data processing system has to have some um, aspects to it that would tell us or alert us of a possible red flag issue. Um, and then the second obstacle I would say is training. Um, we will have to train our staff to be able to recognize these, these flags and respond to them and adequately forward that information to the right department so that it can be investigated appropriately and if there's anything that has to be done, uh, reported appropriately. 
Now, Evelyn, how about the customer awareness aspect? Is that an obstacle for you, or is it something that the credit union has been doing a pretty good job of? Um, I think the credit union overall has done a pretty good job of um, alerting the um, our customers and our, or our members about um, the issues just because, you know, all of this, in my opinion, came down from the Patriot Act, from BSA, anti-minor laundering, all in, all in, you know, initiating with 9-11. So our members have been well aware that we have a customer identification process. Now, and we are also very big on education in our credit unions. So member education program as far as identity theft has been a focus for our um a credit agent for I would say three or four years. So we have had members and we've been alerting members of possible identity theft issues for several years. So I think, you know, all along we've been educating our members as to what they need to be aware of and uh, steps to take in the event that their identity is stolen or is compromised. That's good. It sounds like you're ahead of the curve in a lot of ways. Now, Upcoming, we've got a webinar that we're putting together. Of course, you're going to be a panelist on that. And we're going to be talking with, with you and with other practitioners as well as regulators about expectations of red flags, best practices, and such. From your perspective, what are some of the areas that you hope to cover in your portion of that webinar? Well, in my portion of the webinar, we're going to cover, you know, what I did, the assessment itself, as well as what we, where we are at today. So hopefully to kind of share with other institutions out there where they, I, I would think where they should be. Um, right now we are at our, you know, at our member or our um, staff education phase. Um, but we are currently designing the training sessions so that our staff is well aware of what the rules are and how to identify and detect and prevent um, so that we are well covered with the rule itself. So I think my, my webinar itself will focus on the assessment as far as what our challenges were, what we're doing, and where we're at today and what our next steps would be. So that's what my, my side of the session would focus on. Oh, very good. I look forward to it. Now, when you get out and talk with your peers from other credit unions, from banking institutions, what's your sense of how prepared they are for the red flags rule? From my perspective, it's been coming, and it was just a matter of time when the implementation date for compliance would be. So uh, as far as my peers were concerned, the people I've communicated with over the years, we have done the majority of the work. It's been done, you know, a couple of years ago when we had to have CIP in place. So this is just an addition as far as to what's um, what's going to happen. So in my opinion, I think my peers in general have been pretty well prepared. The key is to really the education of staff and, and really bringing it down to the member contact level and making sure that they are aware of all these the 26 red flags that are out there along with um, a re-education per se of why it's important why we do why we have a customer identification program. At this point you probably have those 26 red flags memorized don't you Evelyn? Um, I would I would beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> well. I know there's 26 of them but uh, I, I'm sorry I'm, I would have to admit no. <laughs> well, Evelyn, I, I think I, it's just mainly con frankly it's common sense to me. Yeah exactly. Well, Evelyn, I appreciate your time and your insights today, and I very much look forward to the webinar you'll be participating in.
Well, thank you. I look forward to doing it myself. We've been talking with Evelyn Royer with the Purdue Employees Federal Credit Union. The topic has been Identity Theft Red Flags Rule. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.